not an issue. All right, here we go, Bren. Are we back in the game? Back okay, Bren's gonna play a guitar riff first again. Same as last time. Oh, I know he's moving stuff and changing stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just after we've done the levels, I'll move it. <laughs> I'll move everything again. Uh-oh. Yeah, we're we're pe- peaking. No, we're not. Did I leave all the all the preamble in last week's episode or did you I cut the guitar it? in? Yeah, the super sexy guitar noises. They were okay. class. Yeah. I was thinking of leaving the whole like twenty five minutes of preamble from last week, but uh, it was a bit much. It was funny, <laughs> but it was a bit much. Barely a bit much at all. Uh, yeah. So you messaged me there the other day and said, "All right, this week, Brendan." Serious, serious podcast. <laughs> so let's go, buddy. Hit well, me, hit me with the serious. No, well, this last week I thought was very depressing. <laughs> was it, Jim? Well, I don't know. Well, I got sad after I listened to it, as I usually. <laughs> no, I'm only messing. Do you know what they call that? What le petit mort? Le petit mort. Yeah, that's a French word for the the little death. And what what what, what when they usually use it in the context of uh, of sex. Uh, so it's the the feeling of misery you have after you've uh, <laughs> after you've just finished. So that's the no. feeling you got after you finished listening if to the I, podcast. If I ever have sex, I'll know what that feels like. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know when you finish the three star route and you're yeah. like, oh man, I can't believe it's over. Yeah, and you get that, that adrenaline crash. Well, normally what I do is I just down climb yeah. the last bit yeah. and then reclimb it again. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I just replace that adrenaline with alcohol and drugs. <laughs> I, no, I'm joking. I actually haven't had. No, you're not. I haven't had a drink in like. Don't tell me how long. Twenty five minutes. No, I, uh, <laughs> it'll make me feel bad. Eight months. Oh my god. Eight months. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. No drinking. No smoking. No drugs. Are you on antibiotics? Are you? No man. No man. <laughs> Sniffing glue. Oh, fair enough. Glue is okay. Glue. Glue holds your life together, people. Well, you glue just glue. have to have a model airplane in the vicinity, <laughs> and you're you're hobbying. You're not <laughs> you're a drug addict. Yeah. You're hobbying. So you heard it here first, kids. Do glue. Sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Don't do that. Don't do glue. Uh, I've got some good stuff this week. And I've got I got two topics. That'll be a change. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit lazy over the past while. Oh uh, no, uh, I, I, no, not not true. Not true. Well, like I mean, I didn't. I. I didn't prepare any of this really it was sent to me so like yeah. I'm still as lazy as ever But so if it's shit it's because our followers are crap yeah it's not yeah. though this is like we've got another I think probably a 10 out of 10 um, oh, Blarton story no like, way as good as the, the sex capades oh my god uh, from about three, three weeks ago yeah those are some very good uh, sexy Blarton stories so continue to send your sexy Blarton stories yeah well I, I don't know man I'm kind of against too much riding at the crag you know Loser. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't want to get it too, uh, too weird. Yeah, yeah. No, this this one's uh, this one's fantastic. So uh, nice. And uh, but you'll have to wait till the very end to hear it, people. Yeah, we'll pop it on at yeah. the end. The yeah. end is a nice place to put it, you know, just to just to bring us back up. Yeah. After, after all the yeah, the, the yeah, down yeah. that you give us now, all the absolutely no, the, well, the uh, depression no. you feed us. Yeah. What are we doing today, buddy? Well, I, I got another thing. I want to you're, you're at the helm. You're, st- we're, you're, you're at the helm, and we're fucking heading into the storm. I, I, I'm steering Let's the go. ship, but you're keeping it floating. <laughs> I'm, I'm drunk underneath. <laughs> drunk with, underneath with, all, with all the poor Irish people at the bottom of the ship in dancing st- with Leonardo in steerage. <laughs> yeah, me and Leonardo DiCaprio are dancing a jig, pissed at the bottom. Uh, I got some questions here, and none of them are really. Like big, big, big questions. Thank fuck for that. But <laughs> I'm sweating after that last discussion. <laughs> but some of them are quick ones. Um, so I'm gonna fire a couple at you there. Um. So this this one was sent in by Elim underscore C. Very catchy name there. Mm. Uh, 
What's your thought process when placing marginal gear? And do you use anything to place it? Because I actually, I do have something here. But I want you to go first. What What do you mean by do so I use anything your, to place what's it? Your, what's your thought process? Like, Do you use any process ahead of place it? Oh. Or is it just get it in the rock and shut up? Or should I should I trust this? You know, What kind of goes to your head when you're placing a piece of marginal gear? So marginal gear being something that I don't have full confidence in. Yeah, as in you wouldn't include it as part of your anchor. You wouldn't go, yeah, okay. that's a solid piece. So I'm probably kind of, I'm, I'm kind of sweating probably like yeah. I'm under pressure I'd yeah. imagine because that's the only real reason why, yeah. why you, yeah. well maybe sometimes when you're like just run out or something and you're you're probably not under pressure or something but you might just place a bit of rubbish gear yeah. uh, but generally it's for me it's when I'm when I'm under pressure yeah. I'll fire a bit in uh, if I'm too yeah, yeah. Too, too far above my last yeah. bit of marginal gear <laughs> um, so I placed I was in a place there last week in in Donegal and it's a crag. It's a Malambeg. It's a crag that's kind Fuck, of. Fuck! I didn't invite me. Sorry. <laughs> it's all. It's all lower level stuff. So that's why I didn't invite you. Oh it's, yeah. Too good. <laughs> but it, it's all kind of lower level stuff, and it's really fun. But it's hmm. it's generally even at the the lower end, it's it's kind of run out weird placements. It's kind of a sandy quartzite type shit. I don't know okay. what kind of rock oh, it even is, man. It's it's very odd. So the placements are kind of different than you'd get on granite yeah. or limestone. I know. I really want to check this out. Um. So I. I there was nothing too difficult, but I wanted to do something a little bit difficult. So yeah. obviously I did the, the least intelligent thing you can do. And the thing I always warn everyone not to do is I jumped on a, a no-star route of the grade that I wanted to climb. <laughs> and, uh, Terrible call. Yeah. At a crag where there's nothing but one or two hard routes, do not do those one or two hard routes because they're not meant to be there. They're, they're squeezed just, in. Someone they're was looking for something. Yeah. Okay. They're yeah. squeezed in. They're not good. They're never good. They never have lots of stairs. Yeah. So I started off it and I was like, all right, I can't read the rock too well because I don't know the rock too well. Yeah. Um, so I'll place a bit, a little body catcher down low, stop me breaking the ankles, you know. Yeah. It was a micro walnut um, in a horizontal break, kind of behind a little knobbly thing. Oh, Jesus. And I wasn't under pressure, obviously, but like... Still, good to get something there. Yeah, in. just throw a bit in at the start so we didn't yeah. both fall into the sea, you know. Okay. Oh, so you're having into this. This is no. Well, you're having in, but like you're on a ledge. But okay. If you fall off, you're going. You're going to, you're going to roll in, and so is your be there. Yeah. If, if they're still holding on, um, <laughs> I wouldn't. No. <laughs> pay out enough slack that you'd hit the sea. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I slipped after like two moves in and oh, fell on, fell onto it. What fell onto what I thought was just like a, you know, an imaginary piece. You know, piece just. And uh, got the old ball strangler belay. You know. <laughs> um. But yeah, held. So it was, it was, oh, I was pretty delighted because otherwise we were both going into the ocean going down Jesus but it held, Christ, it held on a little kind of just a nipply bit in the middle of the, no. the walnut so you know no. like it's on a little knobbly bit yeah. where it's kind of rocking it's not really poor surface contact exactly that holy yeah, Jesus yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah it caught me but generally yeah generally I'm under pressure placement hmm. so it's a psychological piece um, yeah. most of the time Obviously, if if you can, you're not going to place a psychological piece. You're going to place the best yeah. piece that you possibly can. Yeah. But sometimes you're just you know you're pissing well, you in, get, like, you're pissing in the wind. You're you're just firing fucking yeah. anything into anything. Yeah. Uh, Undercammed fucking cam yeah. or whatever. You know. You're yeah. just Fucking, I've nearly lost more gear doing shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, usually it's just psychological, and you know you're not going to fall on it. But yeah. it's just like okay, I've got gear. I've got gear. I've got yeah. gear. I'm not going to write it. I'm not going to think about it. I've yeah. got gear. I've got gear. Move, 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 move. Get out of the way. All right, get the next good feet. And okay, and never good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Happy days. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think a lot of people have something very similar to that. Yeah. Uh, 
I kind of have a I wouldn't call it a system because it's something I've developed while only on lead. Yeah. Um, but it's it's so I won't give it a name or anything, but it's something I just I kind of throw at. So I always think if I place a if I piece if I place a piece of gear, I ask myself first question: Does it have good surface contact? Yeah. Is it going to rip out with a very like a micro dot? You know, like like you were describing, like a little nipple of quartz popping yeah. out. If that's not going to happen, and the only way it's going to happen is if, like say it's a nut, for example, there's two sides that have good surface contact. Mm-hmm. Generally, when I'm placing marginal gear, what makes it the most marginal is the rock is going to fail, not the gear, obviously, mm-hmm. and not the placement because I won't take a bad placement. Um, so if it has good surface contact, or it doesn't have good surface contact, if it don't, not good surface contact, I don't really trust it. It's kind of a, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm not trusting it. I'm going to keep looking for gear. If it has good surface contact, First thing I ask myself is how much rock has to move, pop off, shift, or disintegrate for this placement to fail. Mm-hmm. And if it's bigger than my fist, I feel mm, not that great. If it's bigger than my head, I feel a little bit better. If it's bigger than my body, set it and forget it. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. If if the piece of gear that's going to have to come off is bigger than me, and I'm standing on it or trusting it or leaning on it or it doesn't feel like it's moving, I generally don't think about that too much. Yeah, that's when I kind of go, yeah, okay. But if it's smaller than me, or, or for example, it's in a weird place, like it's a really thin flake or something, then I'll go, now I'm really worried. Yeah. And generally I try to go, if it's a limestone flake, a fist thick. And if it's a granite flake, uh, just under a fist thick. Anything under than that, and I'm really, and that's not to say if I find a fist thick flake of granite, I go, yeah, whoo, build an anchor here. You know, that's a, a general rule of thumb, but if it's thinner or smaller than that, mm. I'll have serious, oh, I might be backing off this. Yeah. I might down climb, watch me kind of thing. You know, so that's kind of my two rules. Like, I just kind of think how much rock has to move for me to go, fuck this, yeah. <laughs> I'm gone. And if it's more than me, if the, if the amount of rock will be bigger than physically I am, I, I kind of go, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Set it, forget it, keep going. That's kind of like my quick rule, I guess. Not use, a, use, not, not a bad rule. Use, use with caution, obviously. You know, take your own placements, whatever. But my, my favorite. My favorite thing to do in rock climbing is I'm always very careful, you know, when you're when you're climbing out and give everything a little bit of a knock if it looks like it needs a knock. Obviously, yeah. if you're in a yeah. big crack, it's clear yeah. crack. You don't have to knock shit. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna think about that in a minute. But go on. Yeah, you go you go up to like you, you get up to like a, a, a nice flake and you, you give it a knock and you're like, oh, that sounds a bit hollow, you know. Dunk, 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 dunk. Yeah. You hear that? You hear that noise? You hear that noise? And uh, and then you pull on it anyway because nothing else. <laughs> nothing else to do. Yeah. No, no, and then you put a sling on it and go, ah, yeah. Yeah, I'm grand. There we go. Yeah, every time. Every time. No, I, I can beat that. There's, there's a route near my house that I do all the time, just as I hop up in the morning, run up to the area, do it. And uh, it, it's really nice. It's relatively unprotected, so it's it's kind of a solo anyway. But it's super, super safe, super easy. But there's one big, good, juggy hole towards the top that's kind of in a flake. But it's mm. a big granite flake. But every time I go up, I give it a knock. You know, that you know, give it a big, like... Does that sound good? Yeah, grand, keep pulling on it. But it's now become such a habit to me. <laughs> like I'd be climbing it wearing headphones and I'd give it a knock. I'm not even listening. <laughs> and sometimes I'll top out and run back around and do it a second time just for the shits or giggles. And I'll knock it again. And the day I noticed, I was knocking it. And I was like, I'm listening to the Beastie Boys on full blast here. This thing could be wrapped in like a fucking empty fridge and I would have no idea. What am I doing? <laughs> Just going through the motions, paying no attention to what I'm doing. That's brilliant. <laughs> like, oh, everyone must be just looking at me going, what the fuck is this idiot doing? <laughs> Climbing up and banging this loose flake over and over and over. <laughs> I just, I don't know why I was doing it. It was just force of habit, you know? They say he wakes up every morning, <laughs> knocks that same flake every day. Three times he knocks. <laughs> trying to summon the ghost of his dead wife. 
<laughs> I've no idea why I was doing it, but yeah. But it just, I don't know, it just doesn't feel right to pull on that flake and I give it a knock first. <laughs> uh, you're, you're an odd man, but... I'm going to keep doing it as well. I'm not going to stop either. That's, that's what I do. It's my, it's my it's good luck knock. You're a tick, know? yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you're an obsessive compulsive tick. Absolutely. <laughs> what was I was going to say something there. Oh, mar- yeah, so mar- marginal placements. I, do you know what? Over the years, I find I, I place way less marginal placements. Um, yeah. And I think it's because of just the way I approach um, climbing in that I, I I still lace things up. I'm still way mm. too eager to put gear yeah. in. But what I try and do is if I get a 10, if I put a 10 in, yeah. then I'm going to go. I'm going to go for a while. I'm not going to stop in the middle and yeah. try and place some panicky bit of yeah. ship gear i'm gonna yeah. try and get to the next 10 right and and yeah and fuck it that's it's gonna it's gonna catch well, the fall yeah. if i if i place if i place a 10 i'll go i'll give myself okay i've got three body lengths to get more comfortable yeah after that then i start getting worried again put up, up for three body lengths yeah, grand. yeah so long as obviously there's no ledges or anything you could hit then three body lengths i'm happy if the if the next piece then is a is a bit of a you know a bit underwhelming a five or whatever a five or six or something you know you'd be like yeah. okay i'll I'll drive on a bit more and have a look. Yeah. The next one's, you know, looking around the same price. I'd be, then I'd be like thinking, oh, I'm going to slow down a bit now and yeah. have a think about yeah. things. And that's usually where I fall apart, actually. Now that yeah. I think, <laughs> that's usually where brands start slowing down. <laughs> but but something I've noticed a lot recently, and especially with kind of trade routes or routes that get done a lot, people kind of get it in their head that there's certain placements in certain places. Yeah. And then if they can't get that placement for whatever reason, they get panicked. Yeah. And I actually rescued a mate off a route the other day. Uh, I won't say the name of the route or who it was, because I don't want to upset Dave. But oh shit, I did. Oh whoops. Oh sorry. No, it doesn't matter. But uh, he got up on um, that first thing. It's it's not an easy route, like and you know whatever. He said, "Ah, fuck this. I'm not coming down." And he he came back and got it in fairness to him. But uh, he he was uh, bailing off um, a particular section, and I went back and did it with him a couple of days later. And right at the section he bailed off, there was an absolutely bulletproof uh, double zero DMM walnut. And in fairness, like, yeah, it's a small placement, but it's right at the moment he bailed. Mm. And he kind of, I think he just got tunnel vision. He looked at the placement above his head as like, I want to get a bit of gear in that crack. Yeah. Didn't have the gear. I'm like, oh, bollocks. Do you know, I've actually thought... And I've done that a lot as well now. I've thought about that. I have... Yeah, there's loads of routes that in, in our local climbing spot that I'll, uh, I'll know every bit of gear on it. Hmm. And some of them do just have particular gear that you can't change. You that's can't, just the way you, it is. You can't skip or like, push the grade like, up like you can't Tom, Tom Tit, like you can't, like, you can, yeah. it's just, it, that's the gear is the gear. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, now Dave, rightly, rightly ratted out. <laughs> that was just a pure guess. Though. Although I do have, they say I've got these powers. You know. um, but uh, no, but then there's there's other ones where I know every bit of gear that I usually place in it, and I don't deviate from it. And, yeah. And I think that's wrong. I think you should probably climb yeah. things and put in yeah. different gear each time. you're not learning that. Yeah. If you're just going through the motions. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like you know, I think we talked about it before. I don't like harping on about it too much. But you know, ghost. Yeah. I've gotten four bits of gear in that niche before, like huge amounts of gear in there. And people are like, oh, once you get past that, you're fucked. And I go, no, there's gear. You just gotta look for it. You know. There's two, two more. At least. Yeah, they you skipped because you're onside. We, I, I we won't keep going. I skipped, I skipped everything. I, I had to rescue someone off that uh, a couple of weeks ago as well. You get a ledge, fever, something fierce on that climb. Uh, well, it... Or you rescued them off the ramp. <laughs> it hadn't been done in a while and the lighting was a bit damp from a oh, bit of rain earlier on. right. And uh, rescued them just before you step up onto the little kind of rampy bit. Yeah, oh, that's fair, yeah. No, well, that's... But like the rescue was pretty, pretty poor. 
Um, <laughs> essentially, he said, just drop the rope and run to the top. So he, <laughs> I, I had to just take him off and run to the top. But uh, no, I, I did actually tie it off. He didn't want, like, not that he didn't want me to. He was like, oh yeah, no, just go, just, just go, it's fine. I'll be fine. Just just run to the top yeah, or yeah. else be calves will pump out. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a big slab. But you like, did tie it off, yeah? I, I did. Honest, I, yeah, that's the right thing to do. I, I, I did tie it off, yeah. yeah fair yeah. play, yeah. He, like, he, he was, he would have been fine either way. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, it was very funny. Um, yeah, fucking hell. So that was Dave too. No, I'm joking. That wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't Dave. That wasn't. Sorry, Dave. Love you much. That, that, that was something else. Yeah. yeah. yeah so what, what were we talking about? Fuck. Yeah, just your thought process behind assessing and evaluating marginal gear. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. yeah, my my quick rule of thumb is how much rock has to move for this to fail, and if the amount of rock is smaller than me, I start getting really worried about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of my general rule. If you if you think that like yeah I. I started noticing then at the start of this year as well that I was placing stuff that I knew wasn't 100%. Yeah. But I was driving on anyway, just to just to keep moving. Yeah. You know, that way. Whereas had I given it, you know, five more seconds, 10 yeah. more seconds, yeah. I could have placed that 10. And then in the back of my head, I've got that 10 underneath. Yeah. And I can yeah. drive on. Yeah. So then the next piece would be better because I'm less panicked. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Whereas if you start, you know putting worse and worse shit in yeah you start settling it's a really yeah. bad idea because for your brain not like I mean not just for your if you ankles. fall off yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not, yeah I see what you mean it, it can deteriorate quickly just take, take that quick. extra second and yeah. maybe even like go up place the bit come back down to yeah. the foot ledge you're on and then go is that something I'm going to climb above if it's something you've decided you're going to yeah. climb above then climb above it yeah don't, trust it yeah. don't if, fuck if around you, yeah. yeah if you take the time to put a piece of gear in even if it's I think a lot of people confuse marginal with small yeah. You know, if they see a small piece of gear like a like a size one or two walnut and go, Oh, that's less bomber and you go, No, it's harder to get right. But yeah. if you get it right, it's just as bomber. Yeah. You know? Um, like yeah, they're rated to less than say a size ten cam or something, but like, you know, you're never gonna generate that in a normal leader fall to rip a one or two out mm. if it's placed well. It's so that's good, yeah. Don't be stressing, you know. Mm. Yeah. Or if you do you're you and your be there both morbidly obese and hey keep climbing anyway you're fine <laughs> get get that you know go for it <laughs> but that's yeah that's a good question who was that what's that uh, catchy name again E Lime underscore C thank e, you very much E, e Lime underscore yeah, C pretty, uh, I thought it was a good question yeah I'm surprised they got that name it's probably quite popular oh, very I mean I, I think someone's obviously got E Lime underscore C2 and, and 1 e, e, and, e, e Lime underscore B yeah. E Lime underscore A <laughs> yeah yeah what's yeah. up next what, what, what else have we got um, there's another question uh, cheap slings decathlon have good deals what do you think buy them more bikes buy yeah him. Uh, cheap slings slings are made of Dyneema and nylon and you can't patent Dyneema if it's a Dyneema sling and it's climbing and it's rated buy it the cheapest one would be as good as the most expensive one yeah if it's rated it works yeah. like essentially those things that you you see people strapping uh, trucks together with and yeah. like you using in heavy industry yeah they are slings too and they're rated to tons yeah they're just uncomfortable to carry around on a, on yeah. a harness so yeah, yeah like I, I buy them for me as long as the sling is I buy thin thin slings because it doesn't matter it's still rated to 24 kilograms yep. I buy thin slings and I don't buy super long ones you pain the hole yeah I, I've won 360 I think is that the measure 240 is it I have a 240 240 for a multi-pitch B guys yeah so a three-pointer on a, on a multi-pitch B yeah and I've a couple of 120s that I kind of use for slinging medium sized stuff yeah. and then um, 
extenders yeah um, all my my extenders are 60 so like a four of them so that's all of my slings you see people walking around like 40 slings the 360 doesn't i'm not 360 240 (laughs) doesn't come with me unless i'm I'm 100 percent gonna use it yeah like i I don't yeah i don't carry it around everywhere i don't carry the the 120 around much either no like generally i i know what's at the top of the climbs that i'm i'm doing so yeah i'm prepared usually usually in the guidebook they'll tell you what's at the top so yeah you'll know to be prepared and what Absolutely. to bring but yeah so don't bring loads of slings around but I'm fucking fat tape ones man or just man, yeah, that's, the whole, man. that's the one thing nylon slings I would say just upgrade to Dyneema it's it's not that much more expensive and you're more inclined to want to use them anyway yeah. Uh, but yeah Dyneema is is, is, a, is a actual chemical or like a material yeah. uh, like black diamond slings aren't going to be better than blue ice slings yeah. or DMM slings whatever they're probably all made in the same factory anyway and just yeah. shipped out and rebranded I, um, I take it that the Catalan are selling rated slings so it's not Wish it's not Ali, AliExpress yeah, or, or, yeah, yeah. Buy, Jesus it's shite on Wish yeah. I've had yeah like working in the climb wall I have people coming yeah. in with, with all the yeah. kind of AliExpress Wish yeah. kind of B-rated plates yeah. and to be fair they're they're just not so I always have to tell people you can't use them in the climbing wall they could be fine but they're not rated yeah. by yeah. UIAA. And yeah, that's so actually, you that's, just you can't use them here. But yeah. they could work, but I'm not gonna tell you to use them because it's probably a bad idea to use yeah. anything that's not rated by But but actually that was something that happened a while ago. I was I can't remember if someone sent it to me or sent it to me, but someone sent me uh, a couple of uh I was like it was yeah, it must have been like a BLA starter pack from a company that goes Alpadex. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, look at this! <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible branding. I'll give them like that. Some, you know, like in a, in a movie where they make up a company name, you know, Alpadex <laughs> Business Corp. <laughs> I don't know for some reason I think of like a dentist's product. You know, nine out of ten dentists recommend Alpadex. <laughs> but no, but uh, uh, someone sent me like a belay plate and a uh, carabiner, a picture of them. Like, oh, I took this off someone in the local wall because it was blah blah blah. And, Look it up on the UIAA website and Alpadex is there to write a product. Or maybe it wasn't Alpadex, I can't remember the name. Some mm. shitty name of that. So I had the same thing happen. A, uh, a girl came into the wall and uh, apparently I wasn't the first person to notice that she was using something that I didn't recognise the name of. Yeah. And I'll just check everything I don't recognise the look yeah, of. Because yeah. generally, you, you kind of, you know most of the products. Yeah, yeah. So if you see something dodgy, you just kind of have a look. Yeah. So I asked her politely, you know, she was lovely and uh, I was like, that's why you were really talking to her weren't you absolutely um, <laughs> can, can I have a look at that there I, I'm the height of professionalism I'll have you know I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past you um, so I checked it out and I brought it over to the computer and I looked up the UIAA website and so apparently other instructors had checked this product for her out before she said that to me and, and fair play to her she was still patient with me even though oh, yeah, someone yeah. had checked it out a couple of times yeah. some people are dickheads uh, especially when being asked to do a belay test yeah uh, wanker um, yeah I'm talking to you um, um, so yeah I went to check it and the the other instructors made the mistake of looking up the website and seeing the name of the brand on the web on the UIA website and not the product other products by that brand had been rated Ooh. that exact product hadn't been rated Ooh, that's a big one wow so, I mean who the fuck knows it could be the most bomber bit of kit in the world yeah. but yeah. technically it's unusable yeah. in a climbing gym yeah. usable well, like use it with your mate who's alright but it, yeah. I don't fucking know yeah, yeah. Um, actually no just don't use it well yeah well here's the thing <laughs> I like, don't there, there are companies out there and actually sorry I'll just say this on the side real quick if you, if you have a piece of gear and you want to check if it's rated or not 
you can just go on the UIAA website, search the brand, search by product, and yeah. see if it's there. There'll be a number on the product somewhere in the manual that'll say if it's UIAA rated. You can look it up. Yeah. And if it's on that, it's rated. It's good to use for what it's intended to use for. Yeah. But there are companies out there who make gear and they sell it as climbing gear, but it's not rated. Uh-huh. And and there is companies who will do So Misty Mountain make a harness that's not rated. It's not a UIA certified harness. Uh-huh. But cl- climbers still buy it. Yeah. Would you find me in it? Probably not, because there are rated harnesses out there. You know? I, I don't see why someone would use something that's not rated. Yeah. You know? Um, Is that the one with the weird gear loops? Upwards gear loops, yeah. Why are they upwards? Uh, I think it's to do with how it sits on your harness in certain situations. Oh. I think it pushes the gear further out or something. I don't really know, to be honest. Oh, okay. But every time I see it, I go, oh, that harness is on upside. No, it's not. No, it's just a weird harness. It reverses gravity. <laughs> Having it on upside upwards. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I... I it is, you know, it is what it is. I mean, there's always going to be, oh, should you be using that? Should you not? But if you don't feel comfortable using something, just check is it rated, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think it's a big deal that no one really does that. Like, I've talked to other climbers who've been climbing for years going, oh, I didn't know you could look that up. I think I think everyone should do that, you know? If you've got something you've got questions about, yeah. Yeah, look just it look up. it up. Email the company even. Say, hey, how's yeah. this work? Or why is this that way? Or, I yeah, don't think good, it's a good luck emailing some of the companies from Wish. Or, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, fucking hell. Um, you hard push to get a response I'd imagine yeah. but but yeah if you want to check out like say you see a company selling slings like the Catalan and they seem super super cheap just look it up on the UIA website if it's there it's good to go yeah yeah. but like like Brent said make sure the actual product is there not just not just the company name yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I think maybe uh, potentially that could have been done on purpose then to, yeah, to trick people so you could just get one hell. get one product rated by never thought that I, yeah I, I take it, it it must be expensive to get them uh, yeah, I think I the company has to pay yeah it's uh, right. I imagine it's very very expensive to submit for testing yeah yeah so get one get one product get like a screw gate <laughs> test it and then bam all your gear uh, and yeah, and ice axes and, yeah, yeah. everyone looks it up and oh. oh yeah they're listed they're, they must be legit you know yeah. so it's probably a good little yeah so just yeah just pay attention to what you're doing yeah yeah what does UIA stand for uh, I haven't a fucking clue yeah, no yeah. Uh, Universal, it's like it's French. It's like Universal International Alpine Association or something like that. Ah. Um, but it's it's like say say with a French accent. Universal, no, <laughs> <laughs> cut that bit. <laughs> no, but it's it's, it's it is actually French. But uh, yeah, it, it, the gist of it is Universal International if Alpine Association. You're, if you're listening and you're French, or you can do a possible French accent, Ooh. tell us what it is. Uh, with your with your lovely French accent. Yeah, the first person to submit the sexiest French accent of UAA will get a. Uh, a load of free just by my gear stickers there you go yeah submit it as a um, like a, a voice message voice on, me- yeah don't on, just type it out on, on Instagram yeah. <laughs> just typing and stuff out with the, the little accents on all the letters uh, yeah cool that was a that was a good question a good yeah question, like yeah. I mean if they look good buy them up yeah buy them up dynamo's dynamo whatever it is yeah, yeah. Um, and t- test them on your friends for us if you're worried <laughs> oh yeah Jesus <laughs> is that what you always want to go climb me for one time a day is that <laughs> start of every year when I buy all this bummer kit Paddy, Paddy, come here and hop on this anchor real quick and then fuck off. <laughs> Paddy, jump on the shield there. I want to test these, <laughs> want to test these uh, quick draws. Um, yeah. Oh, so yeah, that was a... That, that was a good question from More Bikes. Cheers for the question, man. More Appreciate Bikes. That's more good, Bikes, that's yeah. A, well, that's a good name. Like Michael Moore, M-O-O-R, Bikes. Ah. Yeah. Less Climbers, More Bikes or something like that. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Any more questions? Address um, them shit. Or? Uh, no, that's. I'd say no. That's that's it for now. There's a couple more, but we'll we'll, we'll link them in later. I got a. I got a. Or do you have something planned? Do you have yeah, something? I got one more thing I want to talk about. Right. No, I want to cut uh, you off. 
No, I'm joking. Oh. Go, on, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so I just want to talk about the kind of the anchors and submissions I get sent to Just Pomerick here. So, I think I think it help. It's helpful to think of them as a as a categories. You know, like a category hurricane or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like a category one hurricane is like, oh, not that big a deal. I actually I don't know. We don't get hurricanes in Ireland. No. But like a category one storm is like not that big a deal, yeah. and it goes all up to the higher categories. So I've broken them down a little bit. So, so like a category one anchor that I get submitted, someone submitted to me an anchor going, oh my God, this is crazy, look at this. And it's actually a pretty safe anchor. It's actually okay. It might mm. be unusual or rare or different. Uh, <laughs> like I might, can imagine you were in the bushes of the local crowd. The rare, lesser spotted. <laughs> the lesser spotted sling anchor. <laughs> no, no. no uh, but it'll be something like a trad quad, you know, like that weird quad anchor people use at sport. But you can use that with trad as well. And, there's, Go, you know, so just for people including me who don't understand what a quad anchor is okay okay I so, don't know the names of things like so 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 uh, do you know what an equalizing X anchor is I've uh, slide next I'm like, oh, sorry sliding X yeah I've seen yeah. it yeah. so imagine if on either leg of the X you put a non-extending knot so basically you take a, a 120 sling you double it up and you tie a knot an overhand in each an overhand end, leaving, end. leaving a gap in the middle yeah and, uh, it, and, and it creates like a W almost and you could clip into one and you clip you know the guide mode into the other or whatever yeah and it, it's 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 not extending but it also is kind of equalizing and it's also redundant because there's two strands in each each leg i guess yeah and um, so it's pretty it's pretty cool but redundant do you mean that then if one piece fails the other one is still yeah it's not going to extend on you st- yeah. still attached it's not going to all rip off if yeah. one point fails the other yeah. one still yeah okay. so like there was a guide sent me someone sent me a photo from a guide i think it might have been cody climbs or cody bradford sorry um, his Instagram page but it was basically he'd set up I think it was two bomber cams in a crack with that between it mm-hmm. and then he'd also clipped like a nut unweighted and he goes this is an unweighted backup so that way it's easier to clean just a little tip trick there it's still three piece anchor and it's relatively equalised but if both cams fail I set up something else and he's like but I was kind of okay that's a weird anchor but it works you know where some people will use the slings oh I hit my mic that doesn't matter some people <laughs> some people will use the slings of their anchor or sorry, on their cams as part of the anchor and they'll yeah. clip those things directly that can also be fine sometimes sometimes that works perfect you know so those are category one anchors they're safe but less applicable or less you know if you don't know what you're doing you're going to fuck it up but yeah. they're generally fine and then there's category two anchors right oh baby they're, they're unsafe but they're aware of how unsafe they are so a good example of that will be say you're like in somewhere I've never been like the Alps and there's a big big block that's frozen into the face and you just throw a sling around and you clip yourself on hmm. you know it's not a really safe redundant equalized anchor but fuck it it's minus three outside i only get up to the top you know yeah that kind of thing it's 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 you know you're cutting corners but you know you're cutting corners you what, know what, what about let's say sitting your arse into a divot at the, at the top just that you're not connected to anything necessarily yeah. just the friction of your arse in the earth whose arse are we talking about <laughs> <laughs> sorry no but yeah yeah so for example, say you're moving up at the top of a climb and you just want to give a bit of friction to someone yeah yeah like top of a route you're just giving in case they fall over yeah kind that of kind of thing. Yeah. Body, a body weight belay yeah something. body weight belay something like that yeah like it's something that's not safe but the person who's doing it knows they're not doing it you know yeah. like say if you like look at say the lads doing records on the nose or whatever they're doing stuff that's definitely sketchy happening, oh, but they're but they're aware of you know like yeah. what they're doing is unsafe and if you're doing that just every weekend at a single pitch crag well yeah that's stupid but yeah. in in certain applications for sacrificing speed or for sacrificing safety you're you're getting extra speed yeah and there are times when that is okay to do um you know like no one wants to spend you know hours and hours and hours on certain faces of 
you know loose blocky faces in the outside yeah well like yeah that'll you kill know? you quicker than a, than than like a a semi good anchor like yeah, you know exactly. getting so, frozen to death yeah you know? exactly so so there's times when there are anchors that are unsafe in certain situations but acceptable in others and they're mm. category two anchors right so can we just call category two alpinism yeah yeah <laughs> category two alpinism just, yeah just yeah all of all of alpinists uh, yeah. anchors apply, apply yeah. A ca- category two yeah, yeah. Um, but then there's category three anchors they're unsafe right they're not equalized they're maybe not entirely redundant they're using maybe not the best placements but you can always look at one piece in it and go yeah fuck, he's got six nuts in that wall and five of them are gonna blow <laughs> but you know what he's massive he's, he's managed to tie a 240 centimeter sling around his waist and around his pinky toe and it is clipped in so yeah he's gonna be hanging off the edge and you might shatter a kneecap if his second falls but it's not actually both people gonna die bad yeah you know there's just that's not a good anchor he's not it's not it's not quick it's not efficient he's not doing it for speed he's just doing it because he hasn't quite got the gist but he's he's at one point seen it's like it's like if an alien landed on earth and someone explained to him very rapidly what an anchor is and he built one yeah you know it's like someone has seen anchors before they know what they're doing they've got an idea and they've very much missed the mark it's unsafe yeah and there's no advantage to it being unsafe that's a category three okay okay and the reason I'm bringing this up today is because I saw a Category 4 anchor today. Oh, shit, son. Oh, my God. It was the worst fucking anchor I've ever seen in my oh, life. Boy. And you've seen some pretty bad anchors. I've seen some atrocious anchors. Oh, right. I was, I was at the top of the crag. And actually, it was really interesting. because Hold on, let me, let me get comfortable for this. Oh, this get very comfortable. Be, this is going to be good. So, so I'll tell a full story here because there's actually two facets to this. So, something that has never happened to me before happened today at the crag as well. It was a double day. Double, double, uh, double new experience. So I was standing at the top of the crag and I was just going out to do some easy stuff, you know, chilling on my own. And someone just popped over and said to me, hey man, uh, I've seen you around a bit. Do you mind if you just have a look at this anchor? I haven't done a, I did like a learn to course or whatever before the COVID thing and I haven't been outside in four months. Mm-hmm. Do you mind if a quick look? I think it's right. I just want to make sure. And I was like, yeah, sure, of course. Walked over and his anchor was, was perfect. Totally so, fine. So, so this person you don't know, just because they'd seen you around, saw yeah. you climbing a bit, thought yeah. you were semi-competent, yeah. thought... Fuck it, I'll ask this guy to double check. Yeah. Cool. yeah they just, That's they, nice. They, That's nice. No idea. I had no idea who he was. He'd know who do or how he was. And he just said, hey man, do you mind if I just check if this is okay? And that had never happened to me before. I've been climbing for like 12 years or 11 years now. No one had ever just come up to me and gone, hey man, can I just run something by you? Yeah. yeah. And I gone, yeah, sure. And his anchor was fine. That's pretty mature. Uh, yeah. And I was like, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like if you're at a dinner party and someone breaks a glass and goes, I'm very sorry I broke this glass, you know? It's like, wow, that person's got a strong personality. Yeah. I like to sleep a person with strong brain. No, but but you know, I was like, yeah, that's that's you know, that was I thought it was really cool. I'd never had that happen before. Someone just come up and say that's pretty cool. So so then he was kind of setting up other stuff, and it's going actually. Well, look down here. If you throw a snap gate in here, you can stop wear on your rope. And here, mm. you keep that one. And blah blah blah. He's like, oh, thanks, man. I'll give it this. Blah blah. Whatever. Just people were chiming in and helping or whatever at the top. Tips and tips yeah, and people that, were yeah. being nice, or whatever. And then he nearly chucked his rope off the edge without clipping it to the top rope. But whatever, he didn't. <laughs> And then I was sitting down just at that point I was just chatting to him while his mate was finishing up the route and uh, someone kind of very hastily came over to me and was like come here come here you got to see this the worst anchor you've ever seen in your life is so five years away. <laughs> so uh, the, the the secret's kind of semi out as the yeah. who you are yeah, in, yeah. in, in Unfortunately. the course. Yeah so people know what you look like so do you get that often and that people will run over to you and go come here come here come here look at this. The odd time yeah. Sometimes I do look around for you. I see do you know what? <laughs> know you do <laughs> you know what man because because i thought you might be out in the quarry and i hadn't seen you that day i built a really bad anchor to see if i could lure you oh, i'm sure you did <laughs> Paddy's around somewhere i can tell but uh but this climber and uh i mean i don't know what the fuck he done 
So he'd gotten up to the top of this route, and it was a HS route. Not a good route. To, it would be a three-star in Ireland, but it's probably a zero-star or one-star anywhere else. So mm. it's a good route for Ireland. And he'd gotten to the top, and he'd placed a, a, nut, a nut that would fail my initial test. Hmm. of oh it's got poor surface contract and not a lot of rock has to move for this to fail uh, okay and it was a big nut and it wasn't and there's nothing wrong with placing bad gear if it's all you got but there was a very good placement right beside it that's hmm. what pissed me off not even right beside it an inch above it but whatever and he placed that and rather than thought I'm going to be away from here this is a good spot to go what he did was is he then must have like down climbed or pendulumed across to halfway up another route just so he could, quote-unquote, see the climber on the way up to look after them. I said, man, what are you going to do? You're, you're completely off here. Fucking And then there was, like, a, not even a word of a lie. A shrub that was maybe two inches thick that was then slung that he clipped himself directly into. Hadn't tied to, just clipped to it. And then he placed a nut that, like, every time he shifted was visibly moving. And then he'd slung a spike that was about the size of a finger. And every single piece was terrible. And his rope was just tangled through all these shrubs. And because of where he somewhat equalised these slings that looked like they were bought from a garden centre, they weren't even tied to stuff. Stuff was just clipped randomly. You know, not even like a, dang, like a, like a what do they call those things? The uh, the American Death Triangle. It was like <laughs> the, the Irish Danger Rhombus or something. I don't know what the fuck was going on half the time. But then because of where he wanted to equalise it, you can't see me doing the quote marks, but I'm doing it. He then like just kind of like must have like just slid off this ledge because I don't know how he got there. He slid off the ledge, and then started belaying direct off his harness with a uh, an ATC. But the rope that he like built the anchor with was going up through the device, so it was like redirected through this piece of gear that he'd like lowered off. It was so confusing. There'll be a post up with this podcast. I'll, I'll use it. I'll put this post up at the podcast so you can see it. Um, but it was so confusing. It was just made no sense. I'm really confused. Oh man, it, it, it was, it was like, by the time by the time he finished the route, there was about seven or eight people at the top watching him. No way. I, oh, it was hilarious. And come here, did he look like he was inexperienced or yeah. or just incompetent? Oh. So had, do you think, because there's, a lot, well, of people, now, there's now, a lot of people knocking around who are climbing many years. I don't know how they survive. Now here's the thing. They're climbing a few years and they don't, they don't know what they're doing. Okay, right. So, so I'm, I'm a bit of a gear freak, gear, gear fetish freak. So I noticed this straight away, right? DMM have gone through a huge amount of iterations with the walnuts. Their newest ones, they're like recessed, they're anodized, they're slightly camming, they're really nice. The older ones look exactly the same, apart from the wires stick out slightly higher at the top because uh-huh. they haven't recessed the wires at the top. The version before that are identical to the second most recent, but they're just not anodized. And the version before that, which as far as I know are the first ones, which are kind of similar to the ones HB Wales have, mm-hmm. have like a big hollowed out square block in the back of them because okay. they just stamped them out in one big go top down you know where it will be squeezed yeah. whereas the newest ones are actually extruded long so they have a hollow centre Yeah. this one was the first version of the DMM offset so either he'd been given it by someone which I've, I've got a couple of them on my rack still because they're still good mm. or he actually had been climbing a long time and he looked like he'd been climbing a long time like he had some new gear which everyone has new gear I guess but a lot of his gear was actually quite old like these, these nuts were old like old school old okay so um, that lead me to believe he's been Puntering around for some while. Been knocking around for. But a at the bit, same time, yeah. I would not believe he's been climbing for a long time and he's not dead. I would not believe that. Um, Do you know what, man? There's. Oh, I don't know. Can I tell this one? But before before you do, I just want to say. Okay, another, yeah, finish. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There is more. <laughs> sorry, so there was another thing. Every time he was taken in slack, he would like wrap the rope around his hand really vigorously 
and then just like sit on his hand almost. And then he was kind of basically just completely letting go of the rope at some points. What? But he was like wrapping it around his, like not his hand, but his, his wrist or his palm what? and then letting his hands loose. And I was going, what are you doing? You're just going to rip your thumb off if the person does fall. Jesus Christ. And I was standing there going, man, like any single part of this answer is going to, anchor is going to fall apart like a piece of wet bread. And if anything goes wrong, you're fucked. And Jeez. I kind of said to him, man, this is an interesting system you got here. I don't really know what you're doing. And then he shouted down to his. Uh, this is the last. <laughs> this is the last moment I found funny because after this I had to leave because I was going to cry. Oh right. But there was someone shouting up, going, "I can't get that bit of gear out. What do I do?" And he said, "I'll oh, just unclip it, leave the quick draw on it, so I can go back down and get it. I'll set up an abseil and come get it." And I just inadvertently blurted out, "Please don't, don't, <laughs> don't do that, man. Please." <laughs> and he threw he threw an eye at me there. And then I said, "You know what? I'm just going to take a picture and walk away because." Holy. And some someone else shit. someone else had. <laughs> Someone else had gotten to the scene before I had, if you know what I mean. So someone apparently had already said to him, hey man, this anchor's a bit weird looking. It's you might, wank. It's, it's fucking it's, dirt. Yeah. yeah, you might want to reconsider this. And he goes, yeah, but I just wanted to see the person off the side as they were climbing. And then, and I was going, Jesus, this lad's going to get his wife or girlfriend killed. Fucking hell. And then I nearly had to cry because when the person got to the top, it was a kid. Oh man, And no I just, way. I went from going, this is a little bit no comical way. to not funny at all. Um and then someone else now someone else was there kind of so I didn't want to say who oh, you get out of the way so I can have a look even though I did at one point but, but <laughs> shoving all ladies out of the way yeah yeah but basically then when the other person got to the top there was a massive redirect and when the kid got to the top they said oh well I take this piece out as well and that was the redirect and he was about seven or eight meters below the top of this so if that if that kid had just yanked that nut out the it's kid would have been sideways. seven meters on lead sideways fucking hell and as soon as the kid said at the, the person at the top who was watching he goes no 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 just just come up towards me not now not the climber just somebody who was walking by just some randomer good friend of mine known for robin gear in the quarry but <laughs> you know what it is now I do yeah and they just said here come on up here and they, they, they kind of I guess I guess took control I guess but at that point I just had to leave there was too many people it was crazy. I'm, I'm going to have to when we go off air ask you what your man looked like because I saw some pretty bogey stuff again it was a fucking kid man and that's when um, I draw the line. That's uh, when I fucking draw the line. I get really angry at that. Do you know, I would have said something, but he was already done with the madness. Oh, like uh, I'd already said, the person I said, the kid was at the top. Yeah. There was about three people saying, here man, you're not really doing this right. Yeah. I didn't really feel like I was going to add it into the conversation other than me going, oi, knob jockey, you're going to get someone hurt like. So what I saw, he was finishing up for the day. Um, I was gearing up, you know, getting myself prepared to say something. Yeah, because obviously it's so bogey, man. With kids, like whatever, it's just not cool. you can go and fuck yourself up all yeah. you want, man. But hurt your yeah. kids, man. It's stupid. But um, he was potentially the same HS. Um, <laughs> he was halfway up that with his shoulder against the kid. He wasn't on belay. He was reattaching the kid to the rope. Oh Jesus! And he didn't. He wasn't attached to the other end, so it wasn't even like. You could make it slightly less Wait, sketchy. So, so he was belaying. So he had been. Well, I don't know. I turned up in the middle of all this. Okay. I assume he had been belaying the kid. Yeah. The kid was somehow like he wasn't halfway up. He was maybe four meters up or whatever. Yeah. But the dad, for some reason, I didn't see it either. But when I got there, the dad was up with the kid, with his shoulder against the kid, keeping the kid against the rock. Oh Jesus! And he was kind of hastily re-tying the kid or re-clipping the kid I couldn't work out exactly what was yeah, going yeah, on yeah. but he had detached himself from the belay rope as well 
Hmm. So, like, oh, okay. now much, now much. even it's still a stupid thing to do. But if he was still attached to the belay rope, at least he wasn't gonna potentially drop the kid. He yeah. might have fired the kid into the atmosphere <laughs> <laughs> if he'd have fallen. <laughs> I was just thinking, geez, you wouldn't want to be, <laughs> which is worse. But it, yeah, like, I mean, the kid wouldn't have been hurt. He would have been just moving. Traumatized. <laughs> moving that speed. Assisted, assisted, unexpected. That's, it's not funny. It's not funny. It's but, fucking hilarious. Uh, he, would, he wouldn't have hurt the kid in that case. But yeah. for some reason, he detached himself from the yeah. rope and was up trying to reattach the kid. And he, he was pressing the kid against the wall with his shoulder. So the only thing mm-hmm. holding that child on was this dude in his, he wasn't in climbing shoes. He was in sandly type things. With his foot, feet wedged into a crack, one hand in the crack, trying to one-handedly reattach the kid to the rope. Hmm. I, I couldn't understand it. And he, they came back down. So obviously something had gone wrong and he'd, he'd worked out that he shouldn't be doing this yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. And they came back down and I was like, thank fuck for that because I, I, yeah. I really don't want to get involved. But if you have to, you have to. Yeah. And then I spoke to two other people who were there. We were all showing each other glances as we were watching yeah. this. And they said, uh, oh, you should like... Yeah, he's been he's been doing some weird shit for the past while. And like, yeah, yeah, like you know, what, tell me, <laughs> I want to yeah. know. I want to know. I yeah, I want to know. I want to give I, out to this guy I, the next I, time I see him. It's just, it's just, it's really irresponsible. It's, it's, it's how people get hurt and killed in this kind of shit. Yeah, and and like not to be, not to be too mean, but how the fuck haven't more of you idiots killed yourselves? Yeah, <laughs> like oh my god, not not you followers, I love you, but <laughs> but like I'm just kind of going, why, how, like. At what point do you go, I'm so confident, I know what I'm doing, that gravity is no longer a consequence for Not me. only that, not what only that. What the fuck are you doing? Not only that, I'm, like, I clearly haven't done a fucking rock climbing course, mm-hmm. learned to trad, any of that shit. Yeah. Haven't learned from anyone competent yeah. at all. Most have potentially picked up bits from watching videos or reading books yeah. and decides then, not only decides, but convinces his fucking wife. Yeah. That they should bring their fucking child yeah. out and risk fucking the child's hell. life. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, That's just madness, so man. That's just madness. Yeah. I, I, like, come here. We, I think people kind of molly coddle their their kids way too much yeah. these days. And there's not. I think we spoke about it before. You were talking about the risk thing, but there's Jesus Christ, man. There's, like, there's a line. There's a definite the, line. The, there. kid, the kid, the kid has to think they're gonna die and then be wrong. <laughs> to yeah, get, to yeah. Get you want to scare the shit? You can't actually have the kid be in danger. <laughs> quick, quick, I mean? quick side though how my brother taught to decide to, 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 to teach me how to swim was attach a flotation armband to my right arm and my right leg and throw me into the pool. <laughs> <laughs> he thought that was going to help me learn how to swim. So after... Wait, so hang on, back up. A leg and an arm, not two arms. No, right leg, right arm. Just one side. So the other side, the other whole side of the body was under the So after 10 seconds of semi-drowning, he decided to jump in and take me back out again. And then do you know what he did? What? He convinced me that we should try putting both arm bands onto the legs and throw them. In the <laughs> Jeez, there's probably some swimming podcast going. Look at these idiots. <laughs> um, my 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 brother is a funny fucker. But, um, yeah, he's tried to kill me a few times. Yeah, but yeah, like it, yeah, I can't imagine he ever would have been bringing me up on a rope um, yeah. without knowing exactly yeah. what he was doing. You know what I mean? But yeah, but I mean, you know, that's yeah, it's just really irresponsible. But yeah, that's that's a category four anchor. I've never seen one before, but. I saw one today. There will be a. I has, uh, that, that has well, well, like I mean, with a kid on the end, it has to up the up the points as well a little bit. You know, a potential mean? category five. Who ever heard of such a thing? Mm. You know, well, it's, it's a, <laughs> I never imagined it when I heard about this category system <laughs> ten minutes ago. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you've got a category four anchor, send it in. And I'll rip it yeah. apart. 
Yeah, or, or yeah, take pictures of your friends out because ridicule them. Yeah, I know. It's madness. It's madness. I know, but obviously give them advice. Yeah, then... oh, yeah, but like that's the thing. Like, if, if your man had just come up to someone at the top and gone, here, man, actually, look, uh, I, I'm not really too sure how to build the best anchor. Do you mind give me some tips? He would have he had some seriously people, good climbers at the top who, and gone, yeah, man, of course. People who think like he does don't end up with category four, or who, who think like he does don't ask for advice and they end up with category four. Like, people who. People who ask for advice don't end up with category for yeah. fucking you know people yeah. who think like that who would potentially yeah. think like that yeah. they don't end up in, yeah. in but like it's 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 not like you can't make mistakes but you have to learn from them you know I've made, like yeah I've made loads I, I made a really bad mistake once and I was actually actually I don't know if I should, oh, go on fucking to tell it I was logging hours for my SPA and uh, go on explain what so, that is so the SPA has now been renamed to the RCI which is the Rock Climbing Instructors Award so it's like a it's like an external single pitch award for intro climbers who want to become instructors yeah and a kind of entry level instructor yeah, outdoor yeah, instructor very kind of. very low level instructor and I've done the training very we, low you can very, imagine how low this oh, is oh I mean so you know, so, you know basement level low it's I as think, simple as it gets I think, like. it's a, I think it's probably a pretty good idea it'd be even better if they came up with an idea for an organised learn to trad type thing in Ireland yeah, a bit, it would be good a bit, yeah. bit easier to access yeah. a bit Maybe not as comprehensive as what yeah. you're talking about, but yeah. But, sorry, but, sorry, go on. No, you're right, yeah. But, but basically, yeah, I was, I was doing that and I was logging errors for it. And it's just basically how to take groups outside on top ropes. That's all it is. It's really simple. And I just thought, hey, I'll do this because it'll be a good way to learn some stuff about tracks. I'd never learned that. And mm. I fucking learned nothing on the course. I was full of idiots. But, but uh, well, maybe, maybe, maybe I should learn something with the mistake I made. But one thing they were doing is if you have a group on the bottom of a route and you're top roping, now, not actual top roping, or not not what people call top roping like you would in a gym where the instructor's at the top and there's a person at the bottom and you're bringing them up to top okay, out yeah. and you know the way you throw them the rope down and if this is a person who you wouldn't trust to tie themselves in mm. so what you do is you tie the knot pre-tied you chuck it off and then they clip themselves to it but if they don't have a carabiner you lower them down a carabiner on the rope but you don't clip it already to the loop so what you do is you throw the rope down to him to them and then you clip the carabiner off the rope and you say okay shake the rope and then you let the carabiner go and the carabiner slows down as it reaches the climber and they then clip themselves on through the loop and through their belay loop but what can go wrong is if someone just clips themselves in and climbs now I think it's a terrible system I don't know why it's persisted on this fucking retarded syllabus but there you go and what happened was the guy had started climbing without clipping himself in and unfortunately there was an instructor at the bottom to say no no don't do that don't do that and I'd seen him doing this but your man had just clipped himself on and started climbing and I was like oh Jesus what's oh fuck don't be doing that like he hadn't clipped himself on properly. Um, and this is a system that gets used in Irish SBA or CI systems all the time. So I'm, I'm confused. Um, so am I. <laughs> what, what, so you were saying they shouldn't clip themselves in and climb. What do you mean? Do you so mean sorry, yeah. So, so, so when you pass them in the carabiner, yeah. you're sliding it down the rope. Okay. It's not actually clipped to the knot that you've already tied okay. at the end of so the So the person at the bottom has to take the carabiner off. Off the uh, rope completely. Clip it to the, let's say the figure eight on a boy yeah clip it to that and then clip it to their belay loop on their harness yeah lock it down and then you say do a click test for me and you can hear a click and you know it's locked then they climb yeah that's that's the system that's used and you're saying that way is bad and they should do that differently or well well what happened when that what i was doing to me is i was at the top and your man i passed him in the carabiner and he just clipped himself on clipped it and started climbing he didn't he didn't clip it through the eight the boy got the eight at the end of the rope he just started climbing with the oh, carabiner running through the okay, so the so <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't explain that yeah, very well. No, no, you did, no, you did. I, I, I just, I don't pick things up very well. Um, <laughs> but, but, but that's that's that was it. And there was an instructor at the bottom. So to he say, whoa, what's he essentially there? he had the the carabiner 
in through his belay loop and around the rope essentially yeah. around the rope not yeah. attached to yeah. the rope and now what's actually said in the syllabus and was taught to me was when you're passing the rope when you're passing the carabiner down use a small carabiner so if they make this mistake it's less likely to slip through which to me sounds really stupid less likely to slip through as in so if, if this exact mistake happens there's a chance that the knot you've tied at the end of the rope will catch on the carabiner uh, which to me is like planning for someone to fuck up failing it's it's like saying hey let's do this it's it's like saying wear a super puffy jacket when you're driving in the motorway or freeway with no you know with no lights on in case you crash like why would you plan for that don't don't (laughs) use that system (laughs) make sure to bring a packed lunch just in case you crash in alaska yeah Uh, yeah it's, it's just it's just it seems like a really weird way to do things and to teach things um, but, so but anyway, yeah. I, I take it the idea behind it is that you've got an instructor with a group of however many people yeah. and he wants to belay them or she uh, he or she wants to or they or whatever uh, wants to belay them from the top yeah. um, and let's say he doesn't I, I take it the idea is that he doesn't have an, another instructor on the ground potentially yeah potentially yeah. so or the, or the other instructor might be partly occupied yeah okay so it, it, what what way would you go around that or what way would you change that then just have n- not use that system unless there's two uh so just bottom rope belay yeah if, bottom if rope you've belay, only yeah. got one yeah or 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 i see I, i'd say like you know brief everyone very specifically on or make them do it but i mean generally you're working with school kids here who don't give a shit and just happy not to be in maths class they're not going to listen so they're not going to listen yeah i'll tell you how much people don't listen um our our rental harnesses in work um we <laughs> now we had a set that had a gear loop on them and they were adult size ones so they were bigger ones that i generally used bec- uh, because they had a loop on them so people could clip their belay device to to the loop keep it out of their way not hanging off the front you know so uh, they were usually used for what we called inductions so teaching people how to how to belay and tie in and all that kind of stuff so um, you teach them how to tie in you teach them how to belay you know you back them up and get them to do it on a dry rope first no one on it you know get them to belay the rope first every time I've ever used the harness four times in a row you'll say do not clip anything to that belay loop or not the belay loop the gear loop sorry maybe that's really confusing <laughs> do not clip anything to the to the gear loop I'd actually slide it around for them so they can't yeah. actually reach it from the side they have to kind of reach yeah. back the only times so I stopped saying it because the only times I said it people straight away I mean fucking instantly clipped the belay device and started belaying off the plastic gear loop that was nearly behind them <laughs> I'm like what are you doing man oh oh when you said don't use it you, you actually meant to use it did you <laughs> <laughs> it, it's weird man you tell someone not to do it and they'll fucking fixate and, and they'll do it yeah. it's really odd man yeah. and it happened like a couple of times in a row to a point yeah. where I stopped saying it and just watched them. I just watched them then and say, okay. Yeah. But in the end, something happened and they had to cut all those gear loops off. Yeah. They shouldn't have been on the harnesses anyway. Yeah. Anything that's not load bearing. I know those, I know those harnesses. They shouldn't be in a yeah. rental kind of environment or, but, but, or indoor environments. Yeah. But it, actually, I know that um, I got in trouble a while ago because I posted a picture of um, two special forces lads doing uh, the Australian quote unquote repel. Where you, you repel off your... Well, being racist. 
for the Australian. Oh, no, we've got we've got people who listen to us in Australia, man. I know. I'm only no, we it. don't. That's not true. No, <laughs> but um, yeah, you, you basically the Australian rappel is when you've got the gear loop or sorry your device that you're rappelling off clipped to your arse or behind you, so that when you're rappelling, you're facing down the face going uh, forward. Yeah. Which looks really cool in the movies, but yeah. it's a terrible way to belay. Because if something goes wrong with the device or it gets snagged or something gets stuck, it's now behind you yeah. and you can't see it or do anything with it. And yeah, you can see the ground, but you're generally not interested in the ground. <laughs> well, I'm going to give but, you some counterpoints. Oh, but, but, no, but before, before I do, right, uh, there are a couple of companies who make harnesses specifically with rated gear loops. And I know Black Diamond has a policy of if it looks like it could be a belay loop, we make it strong. Yeah. Because idiots will clip to it. Now that's yes. not their saying. That's how they say it. Yeah. But when they have other loops that are specifically just for tagging lines or clipping shoppings on, they make them super thin and light specifically so you can't. And a lot of companies don't do that. So DMM's gear loops look somewhat substantial, I think. And that's why I think the confusion comes around. Yeah, I wonder would it would it be um, would be too much of a fucking ask to make them all load bearing. I wonder is it so much of a big deal though? I wonder like the stats probably don't. Suggest it's very rare, that there, yeah. That, yeah, that there's that many accidents. I did the first my first time in Fairhead. I mean, how could you make that mistake? Like the first time in Fairhead, Paddy Nolan fucking nearly abseiled off the prow um, from his gear loop. Now, in fairness, Paddy, no- Paddy Nolan's a bowler, so <laughs> but he was just on the edge, and someone someone went, whoa, 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 stop, 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 and he was like, what? And your man said, yeah, well, you're you're clipped into your gear loop, and like. <laughs> And he's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I just went straight back down. That, that's a 40 meter free fall. That's, a, that's, that's a, the longest fall of your life, you know. Yeah. Well, you'll be uh, falling for forever. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the tactical abseiling. What if, what if, mm-hmm. so you have to shoot some people on the ground. Bam, you can't do it when your back is to the ground. Well, that's, so, that's I mean, true. You yeah, have to abseil face force. And what if you're drinking like a... a a drink that you know has a like a McDonald's drink that has a straw. <gasps> Fucking never thought of that. It's kind of yeah. difficult to do when you're lying back that way. Well, it'd so be like face, a big, like a big, massive, like Slurpee. Yeah, face. Would that forward. be an American repel? Would it? Face, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the, oh, I should not insult there. There are the listeners. <laughs> face forward uh, works for that. You know, you could yeah. be maybe snacking as well. No, snacking you could do from any angle. Like a Jaeger bomb or something. Shots. Yeah, shots. No, yeah. shots are harder. Oh no, face shots, shots, for, shots are harder for sword. Yeah, way, way harder. Yeah, that'd yeah. be the Irish repel. You uh, just stay at the top and drink. If you're, if you need to have a piss in the middle of it. No, if I need to piss, I just throw it over the side. and I'm good. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> which, <laughs> back in the room. Oh, okay. Brand's gonna take five minutes. Which means I'm gonna take five minutes as well. We'll be right back after these messages. Imagine if we did have messages. Oh, I got a really good question from Daniel Pluck. Uh, I should really talk about my childhood, you know, uh, my first pet, uh, the street I lived and grew up on, and my mother's maiden name. Uh, no, uh, no, no, Daniel Pluck, that's crazy. I don't want to get my identity stolen. <laughs> Actually, but if you want to be me and take some of my anxiety, that'd be great too. Your rowdy hooligans. <laughs> great Instagram username, by the way. How do you feel about monopolization of climbing gear manufacturer like BD? Personally, I don't fucking like BD. I don't really think their gear's that good, to be honest. I don't like their nuts. Their cams are okay, but they don't nearly last as long. Um, their harnesses are comfortable, but you know I don't really like BD at all. I don't think any of the gear is that good. Um, worst placement I ever trusted. I placed a, I trusted like a C three hook, I guess once, um, and it did not trust me. It did not. It did not hold. I blew it when I fell on. Oh, Bren's back. No more questions. Oh, he's probably only five more minutes wiping his ass. I mean. <laughs> no, he's actually he's back, back. 
Alright. I just had a quick message from our sponsor there. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Who's, who's, who's fake sponsoring this? No, that's uh, Space Square. <laughs> we're, oh, spelling, we're spelling square spots I on saw, the moon. I saw another pro climber flogging uh, CBD there oh, today. Jesus. Yeah, some kind of bam. And then uh, they were. They Brian, were, you've got this absolute obsession with ragging on people who sell CBD. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's a pet peeve. It's not know. a complaint. I'm loving it, by the way. <laughs> yeah, so they were. What 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 the post said? Um, something along the lines of, "I take this CBD stuff for my it aids in my recovery and all this kind of shit." I'm like, mm. yeah, well, you can't prove any of that shit. Yeah. So stop your nonsense. And this is a fairly like top 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 climber. Um, oh, yeah, really? Like an actual, not just some. An actual really good climber. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Who was it? Uh, no, I won't, I won't say. I don't like ragging on people personally, man. You know oh, just I mean? tell me who it was. No, rag on them. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I don't like calling people out too much by name. I That's think fair. Yeah, no, no. Fuck them, dickheads. Um, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably don't listen to this podcast anyway. No one fucking does, man. Not even my mom listens anymore. Sorry. We've lost all our listeners. Uh, I, I believe you've, uh, you're, you're doing the Blarton story this week, are you? Oh shit! Is, are, are, are we are we deaf? Oh Jesus Christ! No, yeah, we're doing some serious cutting. Holy shit! That's cut out. <laughs> that's cut out most of the shit that we spoke today. Oh, we only got five minutes left, and you cut out chaff. Fit this in. Um, I was enjoying the the kind of waffle today. It was good, yeah. You know. Sure, here's a bit more. Anyway, so we got this uh, got this submission for uh, for the Adventures of Blarton this week. Uh, obviously anonymous, but. Uh, yeah, uh, you'd like this one. Oh, so you you haven't heard? Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't heard this. This is new to me. New Brilliant. to me. Okay, I have to kind of set myself up now because I need getting the persona. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The adventures of Blarton leave no trace. Hello, everyone. Blarton here again. It's a great and glorious summer we're all having in Ireland, and I've been getting out on the rocks almost every weekend with my partner Tim Blair. The local abandoned granite quarry has been popping lately with all the classic routes seeing customers of varied shapes and sizes. Scenes of wide smiles and reunions are scattered throughout the crag. It sure is great to be back climbing. Last Saturday we were enjoying the morning sunshine in the West Valley. Tim Blair had just climbed Jameson 10, the classic 5-7, and I was up next. Let's do blood crack, suggested Tim Blair. Balls, I said to myself. Blood crack is nails. It always catches me out and I'm already pumped from seconding Timbler. But it looks soft now if I choose something easier. I've never done 5A clean, but surely it will happen someday. Go for it. It'll be grand, I told myself. It was approaching midday as we walked over to the base of my lead, Blood Crack. My harness felt increasingly heavier and my anxiety was brewing as the climb came into view. No way I can lead this. It schools the best of climbers. I'm screwed. My bells gulped followed by an all-body tingling sensation. I needed to shit, and urgently. Anxiety poos are common amongst Irish climbers, and at this stage I was brewing hard. Uh, Tim Blair, yeah, uh, listen, I, I forgot something over at Jameson 10. I'll leg it over and I'll be back in a few minutes. No worries, dude, take your time, he replied. I sprinted back across the valley, aiming for the refuge of a big tree in the distance. The hexes hanging from my harness were jingle jangling with the motion and I loosened my detention of the waist buckle around my harness. I had a quick glance to see if the coast was clear and dropped my harness and trousers. Squatting deeply I laid out two small brownies on the ground beside, <laughs> beside the tree. Instant relief. 
It felt like I could have done more, but two smallies will do for now. Out of nowhere, a dog came barking at my heels, jumping up at me with excitement. Tyson! called out a man from the distance, followed by some high-pitched whistles. Bollocks! And with no time for wiping, I hurriedly pulled my harness and trousers up, attempting to look innocent and presentable. Ah, Tyson loves rock climbers, explained the dog owner as he came into view. The man was small, mid-70s, and had a friendly demeanour. As he approached the dog and me, he noticed the two steaming smallies on the ground at our feet. Good morning, I replied as my face turned red. Tyson, you naughty, naughty boy, shouted the man (laughs) as he took out a plastic bag from his pocket. Ah, sorry about this, said the man. His bells have been really acting up lately. I used to climb here myself, you know, many decades. <laughs> many decades before you were born. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Continued the owner as he kneeled down on my feet, scoop- <laughs> scooping up the two steamers. <laughs> into the bag oh my god Uh, (laughs) I need a second oh I'm sweating (laughs) speechless I looked down at the old man nodding nervously as he sealed my (laughs) as he sealed my droppings with an overhand (laughs) anyway I'll leave you to it enjoy the climbing said the old man as he pocketed the bag and walked off the scene thank you I replied still semi speechless of what had just happened the dog looked back and gave me a thousand yard stare followed by a single very aggressive bark before pursuing the owner. After a quick tactical wipe I legged it back across the other side of the valley back to the safety of Timbler and Bloodcrack. Did you get sorted? asked Timbler. All good yet, yeah, thanks. Let's get going. I replied with a massive grin. Never had Bloodcrack felt so easy. I couldn't believe how well I climbed. It was effortless. After all, we all tend to perform best post poop. As I sat on top, successfully after conclu- after successfully cruising my first five eight and belaying Timbler, it dawned on me again that somehow, somewhere, an old man is currently walking around the quarry with my shit in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I, I thought I was going to lose I couldn't breathe. <laughs> we have to put a warning at the start of these. Don't listen to me driving. <laughs> oh my god! No, normally I pride myself on being able to get through these things without without breaking down. That was way too way too difficult. I think that was attempt six. It, 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 it took me four goes, and I hadn't even gotten to the to, to the, like the meat of it. Uh, the, first, the, the first four tries, I didn't even get near the funny stuff. Oh man! Okay, off air. I get three guesses to who said that in. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, afterwards we can uh, we can we can have a guess at that. But um, was, oh my fucking oh. god! <laughs> I think I'm gonna pass out. That was wild. I need a cigarette. <laughs> oh oh my. my god! It's all downhill from here. The content will never get this good again. 
Well, that's what we said after the old, the old. Uh, that's true. Yeah, what I mean. The, the sex story, you know, that was oh, that was man. pretty pretty good. Two extremely well written stories. But every every story we've had so far has been done, apart from the ones we submitted, yeah. have been pretty well written. Uh, <laughs> I can't get over it. That was so good. Oh my god! Imagine the warmth in his pockets. Oh you know? Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was fantastic. Yeah, so. <laughs> Any more stories like that? We'll, yeah, we'll take so any lowbrow, any everything. We'll if, take it all. If you take a shit in the quarry and an old man picks it up, let yeah. us know. <laughs> that was fantastic. Thanks, thanks for submitting that. Uh, yeah, brilliant stuff. <laughs> fantastic stuff. Also, blood crack is five eight. No way, it's like five nine at least. Is it? <laughs> it's pretty nails. Oh my god, <laughs> it's easier after post poop, I imagine. Apparently. So what are we at? One thirty. I suppose we'll uh, will we finish up there? Yeah, I think that's a good good place to stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be hard to go back to anything serious yeah, after God that. Anyway. Damn. <laughs> that's the end of it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for sending that in, Blurton. Thanks an, so Anonymous Blurton. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, do you know? Uh, we'll finish on this note. I was talking to Blurton last week. Yeah. He said this isn't even his favorite podcast. What? Like, no, sorry. This isn't even his favorite climbing podcast. Oh my god! I know that's. I was gobsmacked. Wow. Okay, we named a fucking segment after. Yeah, he's recurring. A prick. All right, uh, taking 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 requests. Okay, if you're a Blarton, just send us your CV and, uh, uh, and you can and be it, the new Blarton. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna wow. change the name, change it up. <laughs> what are you the, call uh, Plol. The Adventure Pl- of Plol. Plol. Yeah, yeah. The Adventures of Plargovan. No, it doesn't really work, does it? No. No, true. No. Ah, just stick with Blarton. Fuck it. <laughs> steal his name. I'll pay him any royalties. Disappointed anyway. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. You've you anything to anything to add? No, no. I'm fully. I'm. 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 I'm happy to finish it there, man. <laughs> yeah. So send in your questions or voice messages or abuse or whatever you like to. Yeah. Uh, five seven or on Instagram or, um, or, or just, yeah, just just bomber gear on Instagram. Take a shit in a bag and carry it around your pocket and send it in. <laughs> Mail it to us. Yeah. Mail it to us on uh, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh You can send oh. that. Oh, actually, no. Leinster House is better. Leinster House. Yeah. yeah. Send it to care of Michal Martin. Leinster House. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> send it on. All oh, right. God. Cheers, guys.